for joining me on my podcast, Profit with a Plan. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make great financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and financial business strategist each Tuesday for smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I help ambitious business owners grow their profits fast using unique ways I've transformed from the investing world to grow their income and spend strategically that will produce bigger profits without killing themselves nor chasing more clients. If you know of anyone that may be curious, share my podcast and let's chat to see if we can work together to create greater profits in your business. So let's get on with today's show. We are hitting November, so that means it's time to start planning for your year-end strategies that you can use in your business. So we're talking about year-end strategies today. These are a couple of ideas that I have and I use with my clients and I've used successfully with my clients. One little um, uh, warning I want to give you is I am not an attorney, nor am I a tax advisor. I am a financial business strategist. So these ideas and strategies that I'm sharing, uh, we want to work through. They are a little advanced, but we want to work through and you want to confirm them up and make sure they're right for you. So don't run off and go do this without having a gigantic tax liability and then come back and screaming at me. So let's work together if these are of interest to you or go hit up your own professional and find out if they know what I'm talking about. So let's get on with today's conversation. So we have two months left. There's not much you can do with business if you wait till the end of the year to do it. But excuse me, but there are some things that you can do. And what I want you to do is start thinking forward. And if we start today, you can do some of these things now, but then you can look at doing more of these things later on in your business and they'll pay off. So what is your business structure? How are you set up as a business? Are you a sole proprietor? Are you an S or C corporation? Are you an LLC? Or are you an LLP? So many of these structures are similar in what they do. Um, the, sole, the difference between the sole proprietorship and everything else is how you're protected from um, liabilities that will come your way or, or attacks, or if your company goes down, they can go after your personal assets. So it's a corporate umbrella that protects you by being on the other side of a sole proprietorship. The tax structures that you have um, inside of the sole proprietorship and inside of the other corporations are fairly similar in the way that you get paid. But I think the real advantage, and this, this might be a little confusing, but the real advantage to you as a business owner is to not be a sole proprietor because of the risk that you're taking and also the way that you're taxed. So if you can jump, if your if your income, business income is over a hundred thousand, you should incorporate. You should incorporate for many, 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 many reasons. But one of the biggest reasons is how you can structure strategies that can protect your personal assets as well as your business assets, but it can take some of the income off the tax table. 
So the difference, the ones I'm going to really focus on today are the S-Corp and the LLC. Both of those um, are small business corporations, and that's usually who I'm talking to. So the difference between an S-Corporation and an LLC corporation is primarily how you're taxed. The LLC doesn't quite give you as much um, protection or corporate umbrella as you have in the, in the real uh, corporations, but it's a lot easier to get into. So let's go for the real question or the real thing that I wanted to talk about. Both of these, the LLC, first of all, can be taxed. You can set up or design however you want to be taxed. You can be taxed as a uh, single person LLC, single member LLC, um, you can be uh, in a single member LLC. That means one person is is the member. You can be taxed as a sole proprietorship, or you could be taxed as an S corp. Um, when you get into multi members, meaning you have partners, then you can have an L- traditional LLC, and then you can also add a partnership. Uh, into the tax liability. But mainly what I wanted to talk about, again, was the difference between the S-Corp and the LLC Corp and your taxations. And so this is why it's so important to have advice when you set up your business. So having a professional help you when you're setting up your business will help put you in the right position. But it's never too late to revisit this and decide, uh, especially as we're coming into the new year, on how you want to proceed going forward. Um, The difference between the S-Corp and the LLC is how the owner gets paid. In an S-Corp, there's a real advantage to the amount that you get paid and how it pays out. I know the LLC is super popular because you can be very flexible, but I think the real difference in the S-Corp is how it gets paid. Um, You do have an advantage of having a requirement that you be paid on a reasonable salary. And as the owner, you're getting paid that reasonable salary. And yes, you have to pay unemployment and self-employment taxes and Social Security and all that, which nets out to about 15.3% of your tax, uh, of your salary. Then the rest can be paid if it's strategically done properly. It can be paid as a non-dividend distribution, and therefore it can, I believe, if you're set up properly, avoid the tax on the remaining balance. If you're paid in an LLC, you avoid the taxes and you don't have to take a salary. And if you don't take a salary, obviously you don't pay any of the unemployment taxes on it, but then everything distributed out of it uh, will be in the form of a um, a distribution that could be taxed at long-term capital gains, which is, again, about 15%. Um, so this is something that I want you to consider how you're incorporated, uh, whether you're an LLC or whether you're an S-Corp or, gosh, gosh forbid, you're, you're still a sole proprietor. Um, this needs to be 
decided on and changed going forward and making sure you're in the proper corporate structure for your business going forward, because it will allow you to move money around in the future and take distributions out and reduce your taxes. So that's my piece on corporate structure. But I highly recommend that if you are earning over $100,000 in your business, and hopefully you are, Um, that you look at that corporate structure and you find out, am I in the right one? And you ask all the questions. What would my opportunities be in an LLC versus an S-corp? And what would my opportunities be if I have to be a C-corp? C-corps tend to be double taxed. So you have, you're not, you're no longer in a pass-through. You are taxed, um, the corporate, you're taxed on your income and the corporation is also taxed at the corporate structure, which in current tax um, idea is still around 21%. So it's no longer at the 35%, but it's still quite a bit higher. So we're always looking at ways that you can benefit this. And if you can adjust your corporate structure into the right path, you can save some money. And then you can take advantage of a lot of layering and a lot of different things that you can do. And you can take advantage of a lot of the strategies that I talk about, especially if you're in that corporate structure. So number two, I would suggest that you take a time and take get out of your business with all of your documents and your 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 numbers and rerun your personal and business budget. This is going to allow you to anticipate where your um, balances are for the year end and what you can start to do that can make some changes uh, for next year and to possibly reduce your taxes this year. So if you're um, if you understand what your personal budget is, you know exactly how much money you need each month at the bare minimum to make your household run. Please don't take any more than that out of your life, out of your business uh, at this time. Um, make sure that because you're taxing yourself on it unnecessarily and you're kind of shutting the door on some opportunities that you can make. Same with the business. Figure out exactly what your business is anticipated to make this year. And then it's time to start evaluating what you can do. Because now that you know where you are, and I've been preaching this for years, for, for the entire year, now that you know where you are, you can make decisions going forward. So I, I encourage you to rerun your personal and visit business budgets and see where you are for the year. Then the first step, if you can afford it, which I should hope you can, stop paying yourself. If you can stop paying yourself, you're not going to receive a salary, nor are you going to receive a personal income tax deduction or personal income tax charge. And that frees up money that can stay in your business. And when the money is in your business, you'll be able to do the next move. And the next move is you can start looking at buying income assets inside of your business. So if you own an asset or you spend your money in your business, you're not going to be taxed on it. But if you end up with a big profit at the end and you pay yourself that big profit, you're setting yourself up for taxes. So these are some of the things that we can start to look at in the last two months of the year. Ideally, we should be looking at this starting January and every month going after, but now's a good time to start getting that going. But I want you to look at income generating assets with the leftover income. And if your company buys those assets, 
then your company holds an asset that's going to produce more income for you later on, and it's going to avoid having the taxes. So now your money is working double for you, like I've been talking about all year. The next thing that I want you to consider is funding your retirement. I want you to fund traditional retirements and non-traditional retirements. And depending upon your situation in your business, you have a reti- your business is quote a retirement piece for you, but also you should be funding investments that are for retirement. That will reduce your tax load number one, nominally, but it will reduce your tax load. And then, um, so depending on whether you have set up a 401k, which can be quite costly to manage versus a, depending on how many employees you have, uh, or your, your corporate situation, um, I would highly suggest a SEP IRA. You can put $53,000 this year into a SEP IRA contribution to avoid taxes and grow money for you tax deferred, not tax free, tax deferred. So when you go to pull this money out of your SEP, um, your SEP IRA, then you are taxed at that current tax bracket and um, goes through all the same rules and regulations as the IRA and the 401k has in it. But I think that that's a great tool for you if you've got some extra profits, which if you've been doing all of my all of my suggestions all year long, you should have some profits going in there. And these are ways to avoid the taxes. Um, the final thing that I'll say in, in making some shifts this year is please do not, and I'm going to say not again, do not prepay anything that needs to be paid uh, in January. So don't make an extra mortgage payment. Don't make an extra um, payment uh, in your business that has a regular schedule. Because if you're making extra payments on debt, then you may be messing with your opportunity uh, for the following year. An example with a mortgage. So if you have your business mortgage or or something along those lines that has the, the numbers that you pay each year, if you're prepaying next year, um, then you're only gonna you're gonna have to prepay again next year to keep it at twelve. So you're not you're not cutting off any advantages by prepaying. You may get an extra month of interest on it, but it's it's not worth it in the long run to prepay a debt that you have um, that's on a regular cycle because you just mess up next year. Uh, what I would suggest is that you take that money that you were going to prepay your debt and manage your debts appropriately, go through and make sure that you're not over, over inundated with it. Um, but that should be part of a plan, not a reaction at the end of the year. I'd say again, put that money towards buying an income generating asset. So the final piece that I wanted to give to you is the point that if we're talking about tax strategies in November, then you're probably too late. And a good idea to do is to do some business planning for next year. Uh, It's never a good idea to sit down and do your business plan in January and hope that by the end of January, January 31st, you have a solid business plan. You should start your business planning in November and December. So that means you should be looking at your 
previous year's numbers. You should be anticipating and forecasting what it looks like, what you've done already, and what it's going to do for you next year. And you should start strategizing. What is my marketing plan? What is my financial plan? What is my business plan? Where where are my clients coming from? Am I going to continue on the path that I have with my current pace? Meaning, do I still have the client flow that's coming in? You know, what kind of changes do I need to make? And do I need to innovate and create new products for next year or services for next year? Um, do I need to increase my fees because um, inflation has caused us to um, increase our fees a little bit? Do we need to look at how we're going to continue to grow? Are we going to hire? Um, are we going to uh, downsize? What are the plans that you need to do? And it's a great time as we're wrapping up the year and pushing hard on our closes from, you know, to close out the year good is to start making those plans for, for January 2020 or the next year coming forward. So it's time to set up that plan and start really doing it. And as any business plan, I always recommend that you step away from your business, go someplace else that nobody will bother you, and it's a tax deduction, and sit down with your partner, with yourself, with your numbers, with your wishes and desires and goals, and start setting that business plan in play now so when January comes around, you've got a running start. It's also time to sit down and talk about those taxes that you're going to owe. So you don't owe them on December 31st. December 31st is usually when that cutoff occurs as to what you can count on and what you can use. So now you're going to have a rough idea of your gross income. And um, if you've done taxes in the past, you should have some numbers on the taxes in your net income and what you might expect to pay. But now's it's time for us to kind of set aside that money and give us an opportunity on, on having that money and what it can do for us uh, between now and the time that you have to pay your taxes. Business taxes are due March 15th. Personal taxes are due April 15th. So you only have a few months to do it. And then if you have to file a, um, uh, a delay or a, a, a deferment, then you can file it and it's due September 15th where we are October 15th for personal. So if you have taxes that you know are due, You've got two months to gather the money and put put it away for your tax bill. Um, this will help you plan as well. Um, the final piece in you know having having things that you need to do before the year end uh, would be to plan for future business opportunities. So in your business plan that we just talked about a moment ago, um, part of that should be as looking for new opportunities, new innovations, new partnerships, new um, fields within your business, new product lines, new services. Um, staying in the same old, same old will be very easy to chase your clients away because somebody else will be innovating, innovating with a new product or new service or new pricing structure or something that will come away and be um, attractive to your clients. 
if you have repeat clients. So it's always good at the year end to start thinking about what you're going to do the next year that will be innovative and attractive and even repetitive for new clients. So many of my clients are in the medical industry, so I highly suggest that you look at a new procedure, um, a new added value that you do, because then you can get those clients back to try the new stuff. Maybe it's a, um, a new, easier, gentle cleaning system for your teeth. Maybe it's a new, uh, less expensive treatment for whitening, or maybe it's a, um, a new exercise program that you offer, uh, or an alliance that you offer for your chiropractic. Um, maybe it's a new, um, a new massage treatment or new facial treatment for your salon that you didn't have in the past. Innovating is key to keeping everybody happy. Your employees are happier, you're happier, and I got to tell you, your clients are going to love it when you come up with new stuff. So this is new opportunities I'd like you to think about. How can we build new opportunities in your business to complement what you already do or innovate what you already do and make it bigger, better, faster, stronger than you had before? So I encourage you in November uh, to look at new opportunities, look at your business plan, put away that tax money or start putting it away, start planning for it. You know, maybe you can even jump off to your tax advisor and say, hey, can you give me an estimate on what I'm going to pay next year? So that way I can see what kind of adjustments we can do before December 31st. Nobody likes the week between Christmas and New Year's running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to do your last minute strategies before December 31st. So please don't be that person. Um, Figure out again, are you in the right corporate structure? Are you in a corporate structure? Uh, Rerun your budget numbers. This should be done if I haven't been preaching enough for a long time. You should be doing this regularly, but now it's time to put a fresh look on your personal and business finances, trying to make sure that you've got everything in line for the direction that you want to go in. You're anticipating balances. You're anticipating your, um, you're forecasting your numbers. Are they going to continue to strive? You can pat yourself on the back for the great year that you've had. You can start anticipating what that year is going to look like, you know, um, and again, do some investing. Don't pay taxes unnecessarily in your business. So if your business made good money, buy some assets. (laughs) Don't pay yourself with it if you don't have to, because either you're going to pay for the taxes or you're going to pay for the taxes. So find some alternatives on that. If you'd love, if you'd like to talk with, um, with me about any strategies, uh, that I offer or I have ideas for, I would love to sit down with you. So just, you know, if this is interesting stuff to you, and I hope it is, um, because you're still listening, reach out to me. Um, get on my calendar. Let's let's talk. I do offer a a, a complimentary strategy session for my listeners. So um, get on. Let's let's chat. Let's see what we can find in your business. So thanks for listening today. I hope you found again an idea or two to put into your business that will make you more in control of your money and more profitable. 
If you know, if you again want to know how to specifically increase your own profits, let's chat. My information will be in the podcast description. I am really excited to announce my new book entitled Big Profit Secrets Exposed. It's off to the publisher, so I'm excited about that. And I'm going on a speaking tour. I'll be speaking at a couple of places nearby. If you follow me, I'll give you a gift, my special report, Three Secrets to Hidden Cash Flow Right Now. Uh, This is some pretty valuable stuff that you can find in your business and find some money. So I'd love to give you this gift. It's just an easy white paper. So anyways, if I'd love to hear back from you, uh, questions, feedback, ideas for future shows, you can reach out to me on any of my social channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Bella Financial, or Marcia Reiner, or on my website, bellafinancialgroup.com. You can always catch Profit with Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. Looking forward to more great, profitable information on next week's show. Until then, make your plans and profit with it. <laughs>